Nancy Pelosi was in such an important position because you watched every facial expression she had. So, so why does her clapping may have millions of memes? Do you guys know that baby, that the baby song? Baby shark, do do Baby shark, do do Baby shark, do do Baby shark. I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about the view with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja the View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. Hi, welcome to Miss Thing, a podcast about <laughs> women and songs. Oh my god, Kevin, <laughs> what happened? You look so beautiful. <laughs> um, for those who don't make it to the end of an episode of Deja The View, specifically the last episode of Deja The View, mm-hmm. Kevin is no longer with us. <laughs> Kevin had to take a little time to enjoy the view in Nova Scotia. <laughs> in Nova Scotia. So, filling in, playing the part of Kevin is our Twitter <laughs> social media intern and the man with the allegedly sexy voice, <laughs> Sean Ross. That was a long time ago, and I think my voice has changed. <laughs> Because I've stopped getting compliments like that. Because you stopped smoking. And I'm joined by everybody's favorite guest star, Jones, (laughs) Marie Kondo. (laughs) (laughs) I do spark joy. Um, Speaking of Marie Kondo, Mm -hmm. I recently saw that Marie Kondo has become friends with Candace Cameron Bure. Yeah. Hello. Marie Kondo! My house could not be fuller. I'm so glad you're here. In like a weird twist of things, where it seems like lately in pop culture, it's like my only very, very niche interests are like all like combining and and like joining forces, like with like the masked singer and Megan, and then like <laughs> This Marie Kondo thing and Candace Cameron Bure. It's like everything that I thought only me and Kevin cared about is now becoming like a normal thing in society. Everybody has been doing crossovers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited for everyone to become obsessed with Sarah Haynes. So Netflix did a, is doing a promo for Marie Kondo and yeah. Fuller House. They're doing like a... Okay. They're doing like a competition where you can win... A, a thing where <laughs> comes and fixes your life but to advertise it they used some in-house talent Candace Cameron Bure from Fuller House to be like oh my god Marie Kondo you're at my house my house is so full yeah she said that. of stuff but the funny thing was that in the advertisement it's not the Fuller House. It's no, like it's Can- Candace's it's like, house. It's like Candace supposed to be Candace's house. But so when like, they the pull away, the connection's not there. But when they pull away, it looks like a CGI house. <laughs> so I don't even think it's Candace's house. Um, well, I'm glad that Candace has that going on because her house is a lot about to get a lot less fuller. Her house um, is about to get dismantled. Much to the 
disappointment of maybe only Kevin. Um, <laughs> Fuller House is not being renewed for a, I think a six. Like, so the fifth season will be their final season. Yeah. And Candace posted being like, it's really bittersweet. Like, obviously kind of upset about it being canceled. Here's my take. <laughs> In the last season, they like made one of the characters buy. Do you think that like maybe it's not that bittersweet for Candace because she's like we were it was getting dark sided. Yeah, she probably felt it was getting demonic. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Like it was getting like too modern. Like they were trying to, to like blend in with society too yeah. much, and she was like, "It's out of my comfort." That's zone. not what Full House was ever mm-hmm. about. But <laughs> more good news for her: the Hallmark Network is going to start playing. Christmas movies every Friday all year all the time for the well, rest of all, time every Friday all the time <laughs> one for two hours every Friday they're playing a Hallmark Christmas movie which like I think Candace is in like 75% of them and the good news for us is that soon we'll all be dead <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of X view co-hosts <laughs> Sarah Haynes mm-hmm. had the audacity oh my to show up to The View again yeah. in a brief cameo appearance yeah. in another crossover. Yeah, because so Sarah and Michael Straight Man's TV show <laughs> was originally branded as like another hour of Good Morning America and it was like GMA Day. And I guess it hasn't been doing as well as that cooking show that was like originally in that time slot and got canceled rachel ray no the one with the guy from what not to wear the chew yes so they have rebranded it as strahan and sarah i hesitate when i say strahan because i've watched how to pronounce the name like 18 (laughs) times and it still sounds like weird coming out of my mouth strahan does not roll off the tongue no and it's also not both of their first names exactly why couldn't it be michael and sarah is it because they were too scared that it would like put in people's faces the fact that it used to be kelly and michael i think so they're like too scared of like confronting the truth so they're like oh strahan and sarah but then it should be Strahan and Haynes. But that sounds like a law firm. <laughs> but then when I... So I was thinking all of this in my head without having actually like heard them say the full name out loud. And then when I heard on The View, I think, when they said the name, I was like, oh my God, it sounds so much like Tegan and Sarah. Because they're like, Strahan and Sarah. And I was like... <laughs> Once again, I feel like Sarah is purposefully antagonizing me. And the Juno Award yeah. goes to Strahan <laughs> and Sarah. Strahan and Sarah. Oh, love them. Strahan and Sarah. Wait a second. I just, not for nothing, shouldn't that be Sarah and Strahan? So they're also doing this gag about the chairs. Like they don't yeah. know what chairs they're going to have. So every day they have different ugly chairs that they're sitting in, which uh-huh. is why Sarah showed up to The View to be like, yeah. hey, everybody, we're looking for chairs. We're just going to, I'm going to drag this view chair off the set and it then seemed like um anna navarro like wrote that like <laughs> it was like her brand of comedy but i remembered how even when things got like uncomfortable here the <laughs> chairs were amazing don't you agree no also so obviously i was like very excited to see sarah back on the view 
but I was not alone in that because I was looking at the comments and like every single comment on the YouTube page was like, bring Sarah back. Oh my God, Sarah, we love Sarah. Like even people spelling her name wrong were like, (laughs) we need Sarah. Yeah. So it's like having like the fun babysitter like come back. Yeah. And babysitter who you're in love with. In that segment, they also mentioned uh, something that we brought up on our Twitter page (laughs) that I brought up on our Twitter page Uh about how everybody who sits next to Whoopi gets pregnant. Okay. It was like almost a weirdly timed coincidence that when you brought it up on the Twitter page, like two weeks later, they started talking about it. Yeah, not only that, but... Before that, they had a whole hot topic devoted to, does this chair make you pregnant? (laughs) And I'm like, now I'm producing segments on The View. (laughs) Uh, I wasn't going to talk about this, but if you see something, say something, Uh is a motto of Cindy McCain's. (laughs) Is it really? Uh, Yeah, it is. So... I don't know if you know this, but Cindy McCain is kind of a guru about human trafficking. I didn't know that. So Cindy McCain is the co-chair of the Arizona Governor's Council on Human Trafficking and the McCain Institute, which I guess is a thing. The Uh, only McCain Institute I know is frozen pizzas and fries. The McCain Institute of Frozen Pizzas and Fries has a human trafficking advisory council. That's impressive. And Cindy McCain is a co-chair of that. Okay. So this is kind of like her job now is that she mm-hmm. she rallies against human trafficking. I don't know how she does it, but she does it. So this is like her thing. When she gives interviews, it's about human trafficking. So um, I'm not just bringing this up because she's Megan McCain's mother, uh-huh. but she's a sometimes panelist on The View, right? I mean... <laughs> So sometimes they're like two times. <laughs> yeah, that's enough for me. It's <laughs> canon now. So Cindy McCain appeared on a radio show this week called Mac and Gatos. Okay. I don't know. So does her. that come on before or after Paula Ferris journeys in <laughs> <laughs> whatever space? Uh, I'm not sure, but they're definitely on the same network. Okay. So she went on that show to tell a harrowing story. Mm-hmm. that she uh, was a participant in at the Phoenix airport. So she said, and I quote, I came in from a trip I'd been on. I spotted, it looked odd. It was a woman of a different ethnicity than the child, this little toddler she had, and something didn't click with me. I went over to the police and told them what I saw, and they went over and questioned her, and by God, she was trafficking that kid. This is like Lindsay Lohan. It's exactly, it's exactly like, Lindsay, like Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. Except Cindy McCain didn't get punched. <laughs> oh my God. So she tells this story about how she prevented a human trafficker right. from trafficking a child. Well, a couple <laughs> days later, the Phoenix police released a statement. <laughs> I can't wait. They confirmed that they received a request from Cindy McCain to investigate a situation. Uh-huh. And that they invested a situation, they Uh questioned a family, and found that no criminal activity had occurred. Of course. That's like, that's exactly how I knew that this story was going to end. (laughs) Like Lindsay Lohan. Exactly. And so Cindy, like, sort of apologized by tweeting, like, thank you to the Phoenix police for your diligence in investigating this matter. And 
remember, if you see something, say something. <laughs> I like that she's like sticking, like plowing through yeah. and sticking to her story, being like, well, you know what? It could have been. But like, you can't tell people to go around and be like, hey, <laughs> like to your like adopted like son or whatever. You can't be like, hey, are you human trafficking? It's also totally fucked because she has an adopted child of a different <laughs> ethnicity than her. So it's like, what yeah. are you thinking? It's been like kind of big news. Like People Magazine wrote an article about it. When did it happen? Like when you were telling me, I thought that this happened like like months ago. No, it happened like Wednesday. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? The point is, if you see something, don't always say don't. something. Think about it first. Yeah. If you see something, think about it first. <laughs> <laughs> then say something. So... um that's Cindy McCain, but you know who's Cindy McCain's daughter? <laughs> Not the Raven. <laughs> <laughs> so the Raven has finally been unmasked on mm-hmm. The Masked Singer. And it turns out Megan was right all along. <laughs> And it's not Megan. She was told it was Ricky Lake. And it and was, it was Ricky, Ricky Lake. Lake. Miss Nicole, who do you believe this is? I'm going to throw a curveball. I don't think we've said her name yet. Megan McCain, maybe, from The View. Emmy Award winning talk show host Ricky Lake! So somebody broke their NDA, first of all. Oh, Yeah. Um, that's true. And told Megan that it was Ricky Lake. But that's funny because Chrissy Teigen tweeted like a few days ago being like, this is the but, like most professional production I've ever seen because I've asked so many people who work for Fox and for like the company and no one will tell me who people are. Well, all that's the truth. That's all that tells me is that Chrissy Teigen does not follow both Megan McCain and Deja <laughs> The View because... <laughs> Megan revealed yeah. to Deja The View that she was told it was Ricky Lake mm-hmm. and she was right. So they talked about this on The View. I think it was the first time they talked about the masked singer. It was the first time that they, it was definitely the first time they talked about Megan potentially being the masked singer. Yeah. Because I think up until that point, people thinking it was Megan was like only internet people. Like it was only people guessing in like articles about the masked singer. None of the judges had said megan until night of yeah when nicole Schertzinger <laughs> Schertzlinger was like um it's megan mccain as John McCain's daughter. as ricky lake was taking off the yeah. mask and struggling like it kind of got stuck so she struggled a yeah. bit nicole was just screeching megan mccain <laughs> And meanwhile, the crazy thing about, speaking of you crossovers, Uh Jenny McCarthy is two (laughs) two doors down from Nicole, screeching, Raven Simone! (laughs) Raven Simone! Oh my god! And, well, it turns out that it was nobody related to the view. Um, But... I'm glad that we can put that to rest and put it in the past. And hopefully that Megan will appear on season two of The Masked Singer (laughs) because it's really the perfect opportunity because nobody would suspect it. No. After everything she went through. I love that. Um, So one other piece of news uh, for Megan is that she has started a new Finsta. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
so everybody go and follow at Megan's underscore cactus. Um, <laughs> so Megan's been getting really frustrated at The View because everybody has uh, an Instagram account for their pet. Abby has one for her golden retriever that nobody I follows. Yeah, and I, and I didn't know about it. And yeah. it has like 2,000 followers, I think. I thought it had like yeah. 300, but... Um, Sunny's got her hands, which have mm-hmm. quite a few followers. And then Bernie Behar's like an Instagram influencer. Yeah. Um, so Megan wanted to get in on the game. So she doesn't have pets or like affection for living things. So <laughs> she started <laughs> an Instagram account for cactuses. Uh-huh. So just like cactuses she loves. And I guess like she has, she has cactus, some cactuses, yeah. cacti. I think that she has one who's like her most beloved. Well, I looked at the account and it's all different cacti. Oh, I thought I just like couldn't tell them apart and I thought it was the same one. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the funny thing is that they did a segment to promote her Instagram account uh-huh. <laughs> on The View when they had some spare time. Yeah. And it was the same day that they had this, um, they had this comedian, comedian. on, I can't remember, his, his name's Colin something and his, Colin Powell. <laughs> Col- <laughs> they had Colin Powell on roasting the States <laughs> So this comedian's gag is that he drags every state and like uh-huh. makes fun of the states, and like every, it's like a stereotype to go with every state. Yeah, okay. yeah, and they were legitimately funny. So they were just like throwing out states, and he uh-huh. was roasting them. And so this the drag he had for Arizona was that he said, "All all sand and no beach. That's a litter box." <laughs> right. And Megan was like, okay, comedian, I better laugh, like uh-huh. put on a laugh, whatever. So the immediate next segment was <laughs> promoting cactus. Megan's Cactus qu- Twitter account. And it was a Friday. So, so Anna Navarro was there. You know there. who was there. <laughs> and uh, Megan was like talking about how the cactuses are like her pets and blah, blah, blah. And then Anna Navarro said something like, You just made Colin's point. Arizona's like a litter box and that's like your cat. <laughs> oh, you're not going to let that one okay. down. And, and like, Megan? it wasn't, okay, it wasn't like the best written joke and it's like a little bit like confusing. <laughs> so the, there was like speckled <laughs> laughter. Like the audience laughed knowing it's a, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, ha, 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 ha. It was like an Anna Navarro joke where yeah. she's like, She's doing her best yeah. to pull from earlier material in the yes. show. Okay, class, <laughs> like, good start. Yeah. Uh, but it kind of came together weirdly, and it didn't really make sense. So it got it like wasn't a, a funny joke, yeah. but it was obviously said in jest. It got a reaction. Well, and it so got a like, reaction uh-huh. from Megan. <laughs> Like, this is fun. I love, I love Arizona. I, I actually feel like shamed over my cactus no, right now. No. So. Don't, don't take it. People eat plate. cactus. But I will people eat cactus and I grew yeah. up going to Arizona. In Mexico, they're called nopalitos. I ride they do. so hard for Arizona and like I love it so much and it's been called a litter box and cactuses aren't real plants. Everyone in Arizona and desert areas, Nevada, New Mexico, I got you. No, they I'm are, still with they you, are, okay? They're God. Everybody on this show is from New York. In, uh, no, in, I'm out west too. I got, and cactus are actually quite healing. And they're healing. They're very Thank healing. Thank you very much. And when, and was cactus healing. shaming they on the show. All right. Uh, they, they do call them children. Call yes. Stop it. And it reminded me of like when you're in a like bad relationship and you like try to do something like sweet or funny and the person makes a joke about it and you just like f- 
go you just go ballistic because you're like that's it i've had it and you're like well this was be fun and now christmas is ruined so i just might as well knock down the tree and like you know and like you take you take it to the extreme like yeah. that was her being like well i might as well just delete my whole whole phone might as well just throw my phone <laughs> to the audience because now it's ruined yeah she definitely i think that she felt like she was putting herself out there making yes. a new instagram account and then anna just like yeah shat on it Mm-hmm. Um, she was like trying to be vulnerable and relatable and because it got made fun of once she was like never again <laughs> like this is, there's so many moments in the view that are like her like villain origin story <laughs> <laughs> one other piece of view news which is actually old news but it's coming up again because the alt-right have been doing research yeah. about Joy Behar they again. Something. Yeah. So as we know, there's been um, quite a lot of blackface going on in yeah. Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's been doing blackface, who is a politician from Virginia. Yeah. Um, so I think there's now been three politicians who have been yeah. outed or come out themselves as having yeah. done blackface Where in the past. Where there's like photos in their yearbooks yeah. of them... And it's not, it's not like they were dressed up. It's not what we think of now when people do stupid blackface at a Halloween party where they're like, I'm Lil Wayne. And they like painted their face black and they're like wearing the dreads, you know, it's like, it's like old timey minstrel minstrel blackface blackface, where Um, they're like wearing a minstrel face and like. One of them... Ralph Northam is posed next to, like, a Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, and there was one of them where it was, like... uh, Because he went to medical school, and it was the yearbook for his medical, like, school. And it was, like, who would have thought that Diana Ross would end up in medical school? So, like, it's maliciously done. Like, the undertone is, like, that black people would never be at medical school, you know? It's, like, that's the, like... That's the extent of it. So um, they've been talking about this on The View. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, it's been big news. Because and like, people are calling for the... Resignations. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so somebody on Twitter dug up this clip of Joy. Mm-hmm. Um, the clip is from 2012. So it's the lineup with Joy. I think Jedediah is sitting at the table. raven Simone is there for sure. Um, and uh, Sarah's there. Really? Sarah's there and she's pregnant from one of her other Trixie? kids. <laughs> from little Trixie. No, she only yes. has. She has three. Not from 2012. She has three. She has three. I thought that this was from 2016. Me too. I think it's 2016. I think it's from 2016 too. I think it's 2016. It is. And it would have been yeah, not, her, not her son. Well, heck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's pregnant. It doesn't matter. Raven Simone is there. What was but in Candace Sarah's is belly. there too. Candace is there. Yeah. So, anyways, they did this hot topic about um, how natural curly hair is coming back in style, and they threw up this throwback photo of Joy that the View has used in the past as like Joy's old picture that we're going to use to embarrass yeah, her. That's a good. So Kevin supplied us with this <laughs> insider like uh, info of his memory. Like, he remembered that they had used this picture before when talking about, like, like, as, like, just 
as an old picture of Joy. Yeah, to so, be like, here's a picture. Here's old pictures of the co-host. Yes. Here's one of Joy. This was the one I recognized the picture yeah. when I saw it. I've so seen this picture shown before. It multiple times before, just to be like throwback pic of Joy. Yeah, because she has like really curly, like naturally curly like poofed up hair yeah so she's got short curly hair and it's like 1971 she looks like barbara streisand in the picture like to me i was like oh that's barbara that's joy doing barbara yeah um but so the last time that they used it on the view was in 2016 on this in this segment about curly hair yeah and so um they throw it up and Raven is going, oh my God, is that, is that a black woman? Is that a, that's Joy? Joy, you look like a black woman. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? And then Joy revealed that the picture was from a Halloween party where she dressed up as a quote, be- unquote, quote, unquote, beautiful African woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, she said, I was wearing makeup that was a little bit darker than my skin tone. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I, I, is that you, Joy? Oh, you know, this picture. Oh, I Joy, was, is that you? Yes. Joy, that is oh, you? Yes. Oh, Joy, are No, I know. <laughs> I Joy. was... Joy. I was so cute. Joy. How Joy. cute I was. We, are you my auntie, Joy? No. <laughs> That's, oh, that is me. My word. What, what year is it? Circa I what? I was 29. It was a Halloween party. I went as a beautiful African woman. Oh, yes. You ain't black. So, uh, so the whole point of it is that curly hair is now? coming back. That is me. Did you have tanning lotion on? A little. I had makeup that was a little bit darker uh-huh, than my skin. Uh-huh. <laughs> We've got to fix it. But I I have, that's my actual hand. I love it though. And to me, the photo is not noticeably like it doesn't look like her skin tone is no, noticeably darker. No, it's like not darker. even like when Luann was Diana Ross. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also an old photo, so like, you know. But whatever. Yeah. So she like said on air like she like revealed this info just being like yeah actually i was like that was my costume and then they never used that picture again because they're like clearly no one knew that or if they did know they didn't think it was obvious enough that she was like in a costume when they used to use that picture it seemed to me that as raven kept going on about Uh it joy was getting uncomfortable and i think she started to i think it started to click for her like oh shit maybe we shouldn't be using this picture maybe this is inappropriate but she hasn't really ever i don't think talked about it publicly and Mm. um now that the alt-right is picking this up and running with it yeah I, i don't know whether there will be pressure on her to talk about it on the show or at all um, or whether ABC yeah. will put pressure on her. Like, it hasn't really been picked up by mainstream sources. No, like, sources. I think the biggest source was, like, Fox News. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. not a mainstream source. Then, like, no one else <laughs> has talked about it. Yeah. But also because the reactions on Twitter to, like, the original thread of when the guy posted it, a lot of the reactions on Twitter have been, like, this... <laughs> Like, this picture of Joy is not this. Like, it's picture the picture of, same. like, the minstrel face. Yeah. And, you know, other people have brought up um, Megyn Kelly, who was yeah. fired for uh, saying, saying, I don't see what's so wrong about blackface if you're yeah. dressing up as Diana Ross, for yeah. example, and, and you love Diana Ross and you dress up as Diana Ross. Mm-hmm. Why is that so bad? And she was fired after that, yeah. right? So She said that in 2018. She did, yeah. When everyone has, like accepted that you don't do that yes um the thing for me is that i don't think i don't 
believe that Megyn Kelly deserved to be fired for saying that. It was the wrong thing to say. I never thought that she deserved to be fired for saying that. I thought she deserved to be fired for being a bad talk show host. (laughs) I mean, I thought that she never deserved to get the show. Exactly. Well, we already knew. a plethora of... Megyn Kelly had a whole list of racist things that she had said, like Santa Claus can't be black, for example. Um, And so they knew what they were getting into. It's very much like Roseanne, right? Like they knew what they were getting into with the reboot of Roseanne. And they were just hoping that nothing would ever come up. The difference is that what Roseanne said was malicious. Yeah. And that what Megyn Kelly said wasn't malicious. It was like boneheaded, but it wasn't malicious. And but same the danger, with, like, I guess the danger was that now she's said this to an audience of millions, and now these people are, like, empowered with this idea. Yes. And, and, it's, it, and, then, and then to apply that to Joy's situation, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think that Joy's blackface incident was malicious. No. It was wrongheaded. Yeah. It was 1971, mm-hmm. um, you know. Yeah, and- no, I don't think it, it's like, I don't think it's right to do that. Yeah. But I also recognize that she wouldn't do that now. Yes. Right, you know, like, I don't think that she would ever do that now. And I also don't think that it was done in a way of, like, making fun of, like, people's race. Yeah. And I think that is, like, a really big difference that the conservatives are choosing to ignore yeah being like it's the same thing it's not right but it's also not the same thing and that it's not <laughs> is right my view it's not right but it's also not okay <laughs> <laughs> i just think if joy speaks to this publicly she just yeah. needs to say i'm sorry that was dumb obviously that's not where my heart yeah, is yeah obviously like, everybody who watches me every single day knows yeah. where i stand on these issues and you know, I yeah. hope that picture never sees the light of day again. Yeah. Done. Put it to rest. Mm-hmm. Don't fire Joy Behar again. No. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay, so um, there's been a lot of politics happening at the Hot Topic table. Mm-hmm. The View has been interviewing every potential presidential candidate. They've had Howard Schultz. Um, they've had Cory Booker on. They also had... Um, they had the little gay one. The little gay man, Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, like, it's cute that you're running for president, huh. but you're not going to be the first gay president if Butt is in your last name. Have they had Kamala Harris? Yeah, they had okay. her, like, two days before she announced her candidacy. Okay. Um, candidacy? Her campaign. <laughs> They had her on like two days before and she was like, I'm just not ready to make the call. I don't know. But ever since they had her on, Megan has been saying that aside from Joe Biden, Mm -hmm. she is the most concerned that Kamala could do really well um, for the Democrats because she said that she was completely floored by her interview and and thought that it went really well. So high praise. High praise. Note. Note to self. (laughs) Vote for Kamala. <laughs> so there's been a lot. the topics this week were sizzling. Yeah, there's been they a were lot of topics. Hot. So you know Steamy. they they talked about the Super Bowl. Did you watch the Super Bowl halftime show? Uh, like regrettably, yes. Wow, I thought you were gonna say no. It no, it I well I had to for work. Oh right, okay. But I wish I could have bird boxed myself for it. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't watch it, and neither did most of the people in the view, except Good. like Abby. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they've also talked about the State of the Union, uh, which happened in the past couple of weeks. And um, in the lead up to that, they talked about what they were expecting from it. Um, Abby snapped during one of the conversations, like hard, because mm-hmm. Joy was talking about how he's probably going to talk about security. And, and meanwhile, he's pulled out of the nuclear deal we have with Russia. And then Abby went, really, Joy? Really, really, Sonny? Really? 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 Do you even know about that deal? Because my father's the Russian ambassador. And he's actually been very tough on Russia. With the Russia treaty, I would actually argue the opposite. That would say that he's tougher by getting rid of it because Russia's been taking advantage of us on that treaty deal for years and years and no president has been strong enough to say let's get out of it because you know what now we have China with the same new No one can argue that this president has been tough on Russia. Are you being sarcastic now? She's being sarcastic. Emmy Award for the editing. (laughs) It's like almost up there with the split screen. It looks like one of my edits that you can find on our Twitter at DeshawTheViewPod, (laughs) where they cut to Abby and she's just got like a stone cold face for like three beats. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then they like cut to commercial. (laughs) Um, So that was good. I love love when Abby malfunctions. (laughs) Abby also had a bombshell secret interview Mm -hmm. with Ivanka Trump. So one of these days, like a Thursday or a Wednesday or something like that, it was like nobody was there. Yeah, it was, it was just like Joy and Whoopi Megan. wasn't there and Abby wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't have an explanation for why Abby wasn't there, but it was revealed later. Well, Joy was like, she's on assignment. And oh. I was like, what assignment <laughs> could Abby possibly be doing? Well, the assignment was she went to interview Ivanka Trump. She had to go kiki with Ivanka. <laughs> the ABC exclusive. Yeah. So she prefaced this with like no question was off limits uh my big sit down the abby huntsman exclusive it was like literally every question was off limits you could tell that because people in the comments were like why did they send abby to do it it was like obviously ivanka was only going to sit down with abby yeah well i know full well that she wasn't going to ask her anything yes insane that she would understand being the daughter of someone who like has classified info that you who can't works talk about for anything. Trump? Yes, it was. That's why it was like literally like them kikiing. So, <laughs> so stupid. It's like, yeah, I believe that no question was off limits on paper, but by asking Abby, who is also like involved. not a legitimate journalist. No, and- I'm sorry. Like I like she came from Fox News, fine, but she is not a journalist. She is a mouthpiece for the Trump administration, yeah. and she has a personal investment. Like when they were yes. talking about Russia. It was, it felt so weird. It's a joke. Yeah. So no hard hitting questions, like no questions about, you know, even Ivanka opened the door to hard hitting questions. She said, I didn't know that much about the Moscow deal for the Trump Tower Moscow deal. And it's like, well, wait, push on that. What do you mean you didn't know that much? Like, what did you know? And when did you know it? And no follow up questions. She ends the interview, like Ivanka ends the interview by being like, Sometimes when I'm outspoken about something in the public eye, it's because my voice isn't being heard privately. That would have like opened up so many questions being like, okay, well, specifically when you talk about this, like, you know, instead, (laughs) Abby was just like, hmm. Yeah. (laughs) She asked the questions about like how her relationship with Jared's going. It's like, do you mean Jared who's going to prison in the next two years? (laughs) That Jared? Or like... Why don't we talk about how much Ivanka or Donald Trump or any of the brothers, those idiot brothers, Mm -hmm. have 
personally gained financially from Trump being president. Yeah. Like, let's ask no, the questions that are like, actually going on. It was like two girls who it's, it was like two old summer camp friends like reuniting. So it I was, was just not so here weird. for Abby's no. like Barbara moment. No, um, it was not a Barbara moment. It they, was like a Megan Kelly moment. Oh, it was a Megan Kelly moment. Yeah, she should be fired. <laughs> Kevin's going to hear this and be like, this was not in the script. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's talk about something a little lighter. Mm -hmm. So Dina Lohan is still on Celebrity Big Brother. This is like my most favorite story in like the news cycle of the last few weeks. It's pretty good. So she has a boyfriend that she revealed on CBB Mm -hmm. that she has never met. Mm -hmm. Um, She's been talking to this guy for five years and they've never met face to face. She believes that she's going to marry him. Yeah. And everybody else in the house was like, you're being catfish. Yeah. This person isn't real. Specifically Tamar and Candy Burris. They were like listening to this kind of being like, are you hearing this? Like, <laughs> like being like, I can't believe she's telling us this. It's a wild story. And she re- clearly doesn't realize how wild it is. Yeah. Catfish. That's no. Why is she friend of him? He's not a catfish. I, I swear. I w- I w- I he know. Him. I talk to him her. every day, and like five times looked, a day. So why y'all met in five years? Because I couldn't get there, too. and he it's San Francisco. Oh, girl, stop! <laughs> she was talking to this guy, who they started out as friends. It's now been five years. It's more than just friends. He also talks to one of Dina's friends. So it's like a full catfish yeah. like thing where like now he's also talking to one of her friends. So he's like convinced everyone that he's real. Well, she's convinced that he's real because he has social media accounts. Yeah. Which is like newsflash catfish lady. Anybody can make a social yes. media account. Allegedly, he lives in San Francisco. And she's in LA like all the time for work. That are not that far apart. No, from they're each not other. that far apart. And it's that's like an hour what the, flight. That's what the girls on on Big Brother were trying to like. That was the point they were trying to really push home. They were like, "You are here all the time. Take an hour, like take an hour flight, and go and see him." And she was like, "Well, that's what I'm gonna do after this. Like, I figure I'm out here now. I might as well like now or never type of thing." Yeah. So like we could find out. As soon as she gets out of the Big Brother house, what happens? How can you talk to somebody for five years and never meet them? Never FaceTime. She's never FaceTimed him. Because apparently he like can't. It's like, it's literally like, it's like Catfish 101. Like everything that comes up in a single episode of Catfish is happening to her. And then Neve, the like host of Catfish, retweeted an article (laughs) about it and was like, okay, we have to do this. Oh my God. So they talked about it on The View. Mm-hmm. Um, not surprisingly, the discussion was mind-numbing. <laughs> Anna Navarro's take was, I thought catfish was something you served with hush puppies. So good. <laughs> also, like... So- Sunny read out tips from the FBI on yes. how not to get catfished, which included meet the person. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, the reason why I see this happening to someone of Dina's age is like, the unfamiliarity with the concept of catfishing. And that's kind of what it was like with them talking about it. Yeah, the only person who knew the concept was Megan. Yeah, the other women hadn't even heard the term before. Yeah. Like, Sunny's resource was the FBI. (laughs) 
This is a case for the FBI. So, Sean, I have to ask you, have you or have you ever been, like, the catfisher? Mm. Okay, so when I was, like, a Mm 14-year-old gay kid. On MySpace? On the internet. No, MySpace didn't exist yet because I'm a little older than your average (laughs) 14-year-old. This was... This was a long time ago um, when I was 14 and I got the internet. I was like mm-hmm. maybe 15 sort of. Um, and I was like, I'm gay. What can I look up on the internet uh-huh. to like figure this out? And so I would like find like websites for like gay youth to like be like. forums. And yeah, stuff. yeah. To be like, here's how you come out or here's like articles yeah. about. What. And so I would read those and then they had chat rooms also. So I would chat when I was like 15, 16. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't want anybody to find out that I was gay. And so I would always pretend to be somebody else. Right. It wasn't catfishing in the sense that I was like looking for something back. I was just so afraid of like covering my own tracks that I invented a completely different person who was like three years older, like different Mm -hmm. name, different location. (laughs) I was just a different person. But that was just my way of being anonymous. Yeah. In like today's day and age, like what catfishing actually means um, mm-hmm. I've never done that. Where you're like fully lying about your identity to someone that you talk to, like like you've invented yeah. a whole persona, and that's who you who that's who someone else thinks you are, yeah. and like you're in a relationship with them. Yeah, yeah. I've never catfished, but I have like I don't think that I've been catfished, or mm-hmm. if I have been, then like I know it immediately. Yeah, and so I just like block that person. Yeah, um, but. There's been some instances where like you're talking to somebody and they're they show you pictures maybe from like a few years ago mm-hmm. and and then you see them in real life and you're like, Oh, they like that's not you or it is yeah. you, but it's like a different version of you. So like definitely that's happened and I feel like totally violated when that happens. Yeah. Like it's it's you take it personally. Yeah. Have you been catfished? Um I think like similar to what you were saying when I was first on the internet, you definitely would be like, oh, I'm two years older or whatever, but like not with someone that you would like talk to every day. A weird thing did happen to me on, (laughs) so I guess this would be um, a little, a little over a year ago or like maybe like a year and a half ago, I was like on dating apps and my ex my so my ex-girlfriend had a new girlfriend and I was on like I think it was on tinder or like her like one of the like the female grinder (laughs) less aggressive (laughs) there's a female Um, grinder it's called her and it's like think of what the opposite of what grinder is it's like so not it's like the least aggressive app it's like maybe one day we'll meet (laughs) (laughs) okay um, and I was going through and there was an account that was using, so whether it was my ex's current girlfriend or just an account that was using her pictures, it was that girl's pictures with my name. <gasps> and it was, to me, it was like the weirdest thing. That's crazy. Yeah. So they were, it, I, it's not like I was being the person being catfished, but like in a way kind of. 
It was like either a really weird coincidence where someone was catfishing by using this other girl's pictures and coincidentally using my name. That's not a coincidence. Or it was the girl had snapped and was on, That's crazy. And was on the app yeah. using her own pictures. Who did you wrong? <laughs> if you see something think about it <laughs> <laughs> then say something then say something and that's exactly what i did i was like should i say something no i didn't i was like who so what who cares so i moved on i think that's probably the that's the only like real incident i can think of like in recent times wow um okay other than the fact that i've been dating dina <laughs> Lowen for five years <laughs> Oh my god, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, one person who's not getting catfished but is sending naughty pics is Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. um, owner of Amazon, owner of the Washington Post, the richest man in the world, richest man in the world, like a hundred, what billion, one hundred and thirty-five yeah. billion dollars or something like that. I remember when I was a kid and like. Um, Bill Gates was the richest man in the world and he had $2 billion. This is fucked. It's like, he's so rich. It's like the breakdown is something insane where it's like, if you broke it down every minute, he's making like $40,000. Must be nice. (laughs) So this is like the least of his problems. (laughs) Um, So he is in a feud with David Pecker, who owns the National Enquirer, Mm -hmm. um, because it was published that... Jeff Bezos was having an affair, an extramarital affair. And, and everyone already knew that. Like, him and his wife have separated now. Yes. So that was not brand new information. It was not new information, but what the National Enquirer had was text messages between yeah. Jeff Bezos and his mistress, who is a woman named Lauren Sanchez, mm-hmm. who is a TV personality. Mm-hmm. And we'll get back to her in a minute. Um, but... Jeff Bezos is fuming that they have his text messages and he wants to get to the bottom of how they got a hold of them. Yeah. So he hires a private investigating team to look into how the National Enquirer obtained his text messages mm-hmm. with Lauren Sanchez. Then the National Enquirer emails Jeff Bezos and says, if you don't drop your investigation and... And come out publicly and say that it is not politically yeah. motivated, then we are going to publish your nudes. Because there's like a whole political aspect to it that is like it. That's where I kind of, I get a little confused. Where it's like the the Post is so anti-Trump, and Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. And aside from that, Trump hates Bezos yeah. not just because of the Washington Post, but yeah. because of Amazon. And, and he's like tweeted the about Empire, Amazon is so it much. The A-I- A- AMI, the AMI, American yeah. Media Institute. So or AMI something? is like on Team Trump, and Bezos is against Trump. And it's like the thing is like it's a personal attack, but it's also politically motivated by them trying to ruin him because he's against Trump. And Jeff Bezos is throwing out this idea, which is a little bit of a conspiracy theory, but he's saying, well, is is Trump or somebody in the yeah. administration behind this attack because right. they're so against me that and only they could access private yeah. text messages between us, yeah. like the NSA or somebody mm-hmm. could access private text messages and then give them to the National Enquirer. So yeah. that's what he was trying to look into when the National Enquirer started blackmailing him and telling him, you better tell people that's not the case, which smells like a rat. (laughs) Right? So 
the point is, they did talk about this uh-huh. on The View at length. At length. And, um, and towards the end, it sort of spiraled into a conversation about, do women want dick pics yeah. or yeah, not? Yeah, because, so after they talked about it very seriously for like eight minutes, there was like one pause and then Sunny was like, I don't know if this is off topic, but like, <laughs> do women even want dick pics? How come they send those? And they those? were all like, yeah, yeah. It was like they all were had been thinking that the entire time. Yeah. And trying to like stay so on topic. And then finally they were like, oh, we can breathe. Like, let's talk about this. And all the ladies were like, ew, who would send a dick pic? Ew, yeah, who wants like a dick pic? They Meanwhile, were like, women don't want that. Like when women see that, do the men think that they're going to get like so aroused? Yeah. And then, meanwhile, Megan is being ignored, but she's like sitting in the corner at this point, turned to the audience, just talking, being like, I like dick pics. I like getting sent dick pics. Not anymore, I'm married, but I like dick pics. Like when they send it to you, do they think you're gonna be like, oh, and then take a picture of you and send it to them? That that. is what they think. They would like that if they would. I don't know, I don't mind it on occasion. I'm sorry. All of them were talking over her, not even realizing. And Megan's hair looked so good that day. And I really liked her outfit and she just kept playing with her hair being like, I like dick pics. And I was like, you know what, Megan? I could fuck with you. Oh my God. Um, So the tea on this whole topic Uh is that Lauren Sanchez, the mistress of Jeff Bezos, is a friend of The View. Uh And they didn't bring it up in the topic, which I thought was funny because they did. I didn't know this and I don't think that it's like public. Like, I don't think that many people are aware. It's definitely not public knowledge because nobody cares except for us. (laughs) But Joy did like throw up a picture and she was like, there's Lauren Sanchez, there's Jeff Bezos. You know, these are the players. And um, Lauren Sanchez is not only a friend of The View. She's been a panelist on a case. She's one of like Mm -hmm. the rotating um, substitute teacher panelists. (laughs) But she has also, (laughs) like me today, she has also twice comes second place to landing a permanent spot at the table what the first time was in 1999 when the view hosted a nationwide competition to win a place to replace debbie manitopoulos uh in the end lisa ling was chosen and that was the right choice and lauren sanchez was second place isn't that wild lisa ling like an original yeah the second time lisa the second time Lauren Sanchez didn't get chosen for uh-huh. The View was in 2016 when Sonny Hostin wow. was made a permanent Another panelist. Good Another good choice. Um, and could you imagine having somebody embroiled in such a yeah. scandal sitting at the table? They wouldn't yeah. talk about it. Like how they're not no. talking about Cindy McCain. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I like getting dick pics. <laughs> just personally. <laughs> um, if you have them, send them to me. <laughs> You can send them via DM to add Deja the View pod. Um, It comes straight to my phone. Um, At underscore soda pub. (laughs) (laughs) Anywhere you want to send them. Yeah. Do I want to see his? No. I'm the opposite of the gift that's like, I would like to see it. I'm (laughs) I'm the opposite of that. I'm a little bit curious. Like, I'm curious. I've never seen it. Like, you know what? I've never seen it dick that I didn't want to see like maybe you'll have like a different opinion on this but um but I and- also feel like his photo is not gonna be like a. I don't think it's gonna be like a good picture I think it's gonna be okay 
you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like there's two kinds of dick pics. There's ones where they're just like, here's the dick. Yeah. No thought put into yeah. it. No placement. Nothing. Yeah. They're just like, here is flesh. Yeah. Then there's a dick pic where they've like thought about it. They're like working the angles and they're like trying arty. to make it yeah. look good. Like they're yeah. trying to make it look like something that you want. Yeah. Yeah. There's, and there's I think a... there's, a, the, and I don't know him being the richest man alive and also an older guy. I don't know if he'd be giving you the second option. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So um, there's a dick pic taken in portrait mode. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a dick pic taken yeah. with an iPhone 3. Yeah. Because um, there's like, you know how old people take like selfies? Like yeah. You know how old people take Facebook profile pictures yeah. where it's like close up, horrible angle. It's all grainy. It's all grainy. It's There's like a green weird. tint. Yeah. And it's like the point is here's my face. Yeah. And then there's like a nice profile picture where you're like, here's my face in the best light yeah. possible. Yeah. yeah. This is. It's I, the same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Yes. So there are two kinds of dick pics. You're right. <laughs> I think there's somewhere in between as well. Yeah. Um, it's a little more utilitarian. <laughs> but I want to see them just out of curiosity. Right. Like anytime I get a dick pic, yeah. I don't care who it's from. I'm going to look like for anthropological <laughs> reasons. Like I just need to yeah. know what's going on with this person. I'll yeah. get a good sense of them and then I'll del- block them. Yeah. Um, but I've never turned down a dick pic. Um I'm actively searching and uh-huh. and I would love to see his only because I want to see how where, what yeah. category he falls in. I suspect I know, but I, but prove me wrong. Show me. Yeah. Show me. Yeah. I would like to see it. <laughs> okay. So one other thing that they talked about is they talked about Ted Bundy. Oh god. So I don't know, have you seen the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix? No, I have not seen the <laughs> Ted Bundy tapes. Okay. Have you? <laughs> So I've seen a little bit of the Ted Bundy tapes. The topic on The View was about how um, there's two things going on with Ted Bundy right now. There's the Ted Bundy tapes documentary on Netflix, which is about a journalist who went to interview Ted Bundy in the past in prison. um, And he sort of gave his own account of the accusations against him. Mm -hmm. Of course, Ted Bundy is one of the most notorious serial killers in the Mm -hmm. U.S. who targeted a whole bunch of women who kind of looked the same and brutally murdered and raped them. Mm-hmm. Um, not a good guy. No. By any and stretch the, of the, the imagination. the thing that people always bring up when talking about him, like the thing that is different from him from the rest of the like famous serial killers, I guess, is that at the time people like considered that he, like they thought of him as being a good looking, like charming guy, charismatic guy. And he was like on an episode of like the dating game or like match game and oh. I, and that kind of goes in with it people are like see how like charismatic and good looking he was he even like fooled people by being on the dating show yeah so so the point of the hot topic was like is it okay to think that ted bundy is handsome or like yeah. or to be because into netflix ted bundy? tweeted like at i guess it was like a couple of weeks ago when people were like being really weird about ted bundy but also really weird about that show called you where there's like a killer or a stalker or something and people were like thirsting over that guy too so net the netflix twitter account tweeted being like just a reminder there are like thousands of other guys (laughs) on our tv shows who aren't (laughs) Aren't like convicted killers Yeah. yeah so 
I didn't really know what Ted Bundy looked like. The other thing that's going on with Ted Bundy is that there is a movie at Sundance right now starring Zac Efron as yeah. Ted Bundy. And so people are like, well, Zac Efron's hot, especially mm-hmm. lately. And <laughs> like post getting punched in Skid Row. Right. By a crack addict. Um, didn't know about that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Skid Row okay. buying drugs and got punched. What? Yeah. He's swept that under the rug. I just want to put that on the record. But anyway. We all have some Googling to do. He's been taking steroids. He looks great. (laughs) He's doing amazing. And he's in this movie Mm -hmm. portraying Ted Bundy. And so people are like, well, Zac Efron's hot. Ted Bundy's hot. I'm into the whole thing. Kill me, daddy. Yeah. And um, it's gross. And so that's what they talked Mm -hmm. about on The View. And um, the thing is, I didn't know what Ted Bundy looked like. I knew what Zac Efron looked like. And so I was picturing Ted Bundy as Zac Efron. But I watched the Ted Bundy tapes, and Ted Bundy is not cute. Yeah. Like, he's not cute. Mm -hmm. I don't care that he killed anybody. He is objectively not cute. And I'm tired (laughs) of people seeing somebody from the past, like an old (laughs) grainy photo, and being like, wow, hot guy. And like... This guy is mediocre at best. And if this is where the bar is, it's on the floor. But I think that's also the point. I think it's like the bar for straight men is literally on the floor. The only thing that he had going for him as far as like being quote unquote handsome or like good looking was that like he was like trim. Like he like was like fit. Yeah. He was tall and like kind of clean cut. Like that is what he had going for him and i think that that's like literally it is like the bar is on the floor that like as long as you kind of take care of yourself you can be a killer and get away with it for so long because the police were also like oh couldn't be that guy yeah so like this whole conversation has been i've just like hated it so much of like people in people like arguing was he hot or like because I also think it's so hard to look back and be like, no, he's a monster. Like, why? Yeah. Are, why? How can you talk about him it's being gross? Hot? And yes. there's like, there's this distance that people place with things that happened in the past, yeah. like horrible things that happened to people in the past, where they're like, well, enough time. The statute of limitations on jokes yeah. has passed, <laughs> and so now I can make a joke about how yeah. hot Ted Bundy is, even though he killed, yeah, like many, many, many women horribly mm-hmm. and and brutally and ruined like hundreds of people's lives as a result and and some women got away from him and you know they're still dealing with that trauma these people are still here yeah like it's inappropriate to me making jokes about this they and on the view they um bring up how like one of the women who got ended up getting away she's still alive now was like i'm not i don't necessarily have a problem with zach efron playing him and with him being presented as like an attractive guy if the takeaway is that people are seeing how easy it was for him to get into places like for him to go to frat parties and for him to like get these girls like if that's the takeaway then i'm okay with it yeah that being said like not to put words in her mouth but it's like then i would guess that what what we don't want is for people to be like oh my god so sexy yeah you know it's like the point is like We're trying to educate people being like, you can't trust someone just because they're good looking. Yeah. If that's the takeaway, that's great. I suspect that that woman's experience hearing that people are thinking that 
Ted Bundy is attractive mm-hmm. or charming or whatever is a little bit different than what's actually going on, which is that yeah. Ted Bundy is being memed yes. as like a hot guy, like yeah. a gay icon or like a straight icon. Yeah. I, I don't know what straight people are doing with <laughs> Ted Bundy, but I have seen that he's like gay icon, Ted Bundy, hot, yeah. like whatever. And it's just gross. Like get something else. If anything, like, okay, the one way that I can relate to this is that <laughs> when I watched The Fall starring Gillian oh, Anderson yeah. and Jamie Dornan, yeah. this was before Jamie Dornan was in the Fifty Shades yeah. franchise and ruined his career. Um, he was the hot killer from The Fall. Mm-hmm. And like, I would make jokes being like, he could step on my throat. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but like, that was a joke about a fictional character about where nobody actor, was actually yeah. impacted by this yes. person. Yeah. Um, even if Ted Bundy was a 10 out of 10, it's gross. Yeah. And like he yeah. killed people. And you said that you don't know what straight people are doing. I know what straight people are doing because, and here's my personal <laughs> anecdote. So I'm on a, I'm in a Facebook group <laughs> about like movies. Okay. And it's like mostly Toronto people. And like most of the time, great love it (laughs) lately i've been losing my mind being like i need to get out of this group the first red flag was that someone asked like what are all of your favorite christmas movies not kidding like 75 percent of the answers were die hard and i was like that's a really big red flag for me personally not a single person other than myself said carol i was like this is going really bad Since that point, I've started to notice, like, them acting insane. One of them is that people were talking about the Ted Bundy thing. And instead of being, like, instead of basically saying what we're saying, being, like, if the takeaway is that, you know, like, don't trust people just because they're good looking, great. No, instead it was, like, memes being, like, daddy, so hot, like, haha, funny. And I was, like, you people are psychopaths. (laughs) This is a man who, like, raped and killed people. Like it's not anyway, cute. It's not cute. If it's not okay to talk about Bruce MacArthur in yeah. that way, it's not okay to talk about no, Ted Bundy. And exactly, time and doesn't lessen that. Time and like that's the thing too is like that is a perfect example of like physical appearance. People being like Bruce mm-hmm. is a monster. Ted so hot. It's yeah. like mm, no, <laughs> you lost no. me. Well, yeah. <laughs> so once again, if you see something say something say something or think about it and then leave the facebook group yeah well this has been (laughs) (laughs) this has been really fun i've really liked i finally know how kevin feels i feel powerful yeah um and i feel like we're not getting joy fired this week i don't think so stay tuned next week oh my god um so thank you for listening we're not doing a view theater but please Subscribe to Miss Thing on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Rate and review. Yeah. If you us. don't, if you don't already know, Sean has a podcast called Miss Thing. It's about women in music in the late '90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. or whenever. Um, <laughs> sort of Lilith Fair or Lilith Fair adjacent. Check mm-hmm. it out. Um, we're currently doing an episode about Liz Fair, where we're diving into her career. Um, we've done Alanis. We've done Fiona. We've done Shania. We're doing all the grades. Avril's next. That Stay sounds tuned. like me li- like listing my karaoke <laughs> playlist. <laughs> so please make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to us so you don't miss the next episode of... <laughs>
Sean and Marie do Deja the View. <laughs> and have a great day and take a little time to enjoy. Kevish. Hit it, Abby. That's all, folks. See you later. John Huntsman, the real job creator. GOP. Join the hunt. GOP. We're bringing Huntsman back.